Hello, boys and girls, live from my man-made homemade studio, it is the Baby Bed Podcast with me, Sandy Brow, your weekly host on a podcast that takes you through life, a podcast where the blind lead the blind, a podcast where you will wake up revolutionized. I almost didn't get the revolutionized word right. I was like, revolutionized. Little bit of the Indian came out. Like the, not the, not that Indian. It's like, oh. Just, oh. <laughs> that's, the, that's my Indian. Oh. I think that should be the new stereotype that we're known for. Oh. And that is Indian. No, not like that. That's a good Indian. Um, yes, this is another episode of the Baby Bad Podcast for you, all the way from down the road. Very excited today because today I would like to explore a couple of things which are very relevant in today's society. It is uh, not going to be too serious, but it's the idea of growing up in adulthood and uh, what various elements are uh, part of that growing up process. And uh, you can hear that bird. I want to I'm not a, I'm not an angry, hateful, cruel person, but that bird just always comes on during this podcast. I think he's got some, uh, she's got some kind of attention disorder where she wants to like really crave attention through all you people listening to this podcast. So give us some love, here's some shout out. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's such an annoying bird. And of course, I'll talk about my phobia of birds on the podcast. May as well, right? Enjoy. <laughs> Baby Bed Podcast with Sunday Pro. Baby, check it out. Hello, the bird has stopped, so I thought I will start. It is a lovely time in the city. It's very warm. If you are uh, listening uh, in, uh, you know, your corner of the globe, I hope the weather is nice. And uh, this is just the hope that someone outside India is listening. Um, preferably a white person, because I need validation from the Caucasian species of human, because, eh, brown people. I, I love I love our kind. I love our kind. Don't mistake me. I live in India. Don't have a choice. <laughs> I'm trapped by this <laughs> income trap. Uh, it's not really a trap. Anything's, anything's a trap if you want to make it a trap. Uh, isn't that profound sounding, but at the same time pointless? Because these are the kind of things we hear in today's society, just pointless quotations, or quotes, not quotations, that's the mark. Pointless quotes that are put out there to sound intelligent and make you think when you can actually come to the conclusion that they're pointless, you know. Uh, be yourself and uh, be who you want to be and be the self you want to be, the change you want to see or some shit like that. It's just uh, people trying to come up with uh, funny or popular memes that get traction. It's absolutely pointless if you ask me. Uh, drink tea that you want to drink in as opposed to what, uh, yeah. But um, it's an interesting time in my life as well because very recently my wife and I moved back uh, with my parents. We were living uh, alone in the same city, two buildings away, so it wasn't really like a move away from everything that we know and that we hold sacred. It was a move to two buildings away and uh, recently decided to move back and, you know, that's when I realized I'm full of shit because when people ask why you're moving back, the basic answer is because I'm kind of broke right now and I need uh, my parents to take care of me. But then you come up with different reasons going, you know, when when, when, when in a comfortable environment with people who you grew up with. Uh, I knew my parents as a child, but now as an adult, I want to get to know them on a new level and interact with them and understand the stories and be there for them as a support and be there for them as a human and not just as a child. And all these various things I came up with just to sound more intellectual and also to hide the fact that I'm skinned. 
So that's when I realized I'm full of shit. But the good thing that I realized is that it's never too late to realize that you're full of shit. Most people go their entire life without realizing they're full of shit and they kind of pat themselves on the back, telling themselves that, oh my God, I'm so not full of shit. I've done so much with my life when they actually are full of shit. So this is a perspective which I'm going to live my life uh, going forward. Uh, most people are full of shit. And the less you um, have in your life when it comes to the shit uh, variant, it's a better life for everyone. Um, you know, you see the world as the glass half full or the glass half empty. I look at the world as full of shit or less shit. And everyone's got shit in various ways. It's either ego, either it's achievement, either it is a sense of importance. And all these things are variants of shit. And uh, some shit smells more than other shit. And it's a thing to realize before you, you know, are burnt or buried as a pile of shit. So, yes, a very positive thought for this week. <laughs> I think it's what it happens when you move back in with your parents. It just brings out that, uh, yeah, that, 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 that feeling in you. That feeling. I don't know why I suddenly started growing on that. But uh, it's very um, nice to sort of be an adult in that setting. Like, okay, I'm not in the, the setting I grew up in. Uh, we did move houses about three years back, and that was the house which I grew up in uh, almost from the age of, um, you know, the, 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 the labor room to 20, what, not, not even 20, it's ridiculous, what, I mean, uh, 19, uh, I'm just doing the maths really quickly, 2016, so 34 years of my life, grew up in that house with a little stint abroad, but that was home, and when I left that, yeah, it was kind of a part of me died and a part of me was frozen in time with those memories. And it was really emotional. Uh, I, I don't know how it's for you, but it was very emotional moving away. And now it's like, yeah, you go out one rented place, come back to your parents' place. It's not that much of a thing, but it feels nice coming back. And people have told uh, many a time, it's not the place that makes it home. It's the people and the memories. Yeah, I suppose so. But it's also important to have a home. If you just have people and memories without a proper home, then you're just fucking a loser, right? You're not fucking a loser, but you're a fucking loser. Get your English right. Your English is very off today. It's always off. Oh, but that's my angle on life, man, because I'm in with my parents and I was just rediscovering or revisiting certain elements of my life. I was looking at the shit variant, a very important variant to think about. And there's so many things that uh, make you the person you are when you're an adult, right? And of course, I kept the title as the blind leading the blind as the tagline for this podcast because I am blind and I'm leading you out of your blindness, my friends. It's a metaphor versus a physical disability or a physical disability versus a metaphor. So let me guide you. Let me hold your hand and squeeze your balls and take you through life because it's very important. So the idea of adulthood is defined by many things. It's defined by your growth as an intellectual human being, as a physical person, and as an emotional entity. And it's also defined by your, uh, I hate this word, achievements not so much as your benchmarks you've reached in society. It could be financial, it could be um, sociological, it could be uh, individualistic, and it could be also on a spiritual level. Now, most people don't even realize the spiritual level of growth when they um, are living until a very, very later point in life, and that's too late. But um, financially, I did uh, break away from the traditional corporate trap a few years back, even though it wasn't when I was at my prime or any sort of uh, achievement on that front. 
I worked as a copywriter, I worked as a copywriter, I worked as a copywriter, then I just worked um, as a comedian. It's um, important to have financial independence, but at the same time when that's your driving force and that's your entire point of vulnerability, definition and insecurity, it gets to be a problem because you don't look beyond that. You have your blinders on, you're just looking straight ahead at the bank balance, which it helps some people. It gives some people solace and drive, but it doesn't work for me. It's always nice, though, because uh, the best part about having financial abundance is you can dream and make those dreams come true. I want to get an S63 AMG Coupe for myself. And if I have the financial abundance, the dream is, yeah, just a call away after this podcast. At the same time, emotional maturity, that's uh, something which many people don't really address um, because what they do is they brush it under the carpet. The carpet called your consciousness. And uh, you just sort of live life being um, ignorant and being oblivious to that pain, either when you were bullied as a child or you weren't given the kind of love that you wanted or you weren't given that kind of attention that you needed, you weren't given that support that you required. And all these things come into this bottled fizzy drink that is going to suddenly explode and manifest as a form of anxiety, frustration, aggression and lack of self-belief, lack of self-confidence. And then you're just like, oh, my God, I need therapy. So my point towards this thing is not just to establish various things in my life, but it's also to see if you can avoid therapy by being aware and by just understanding who you are and what you need for yourself. Because, you know, you can tell yourself how much of you need that the promotion or that holiday or that raise in your salary will help you become a more whole person. But it won't. I'm just there to inform you and make that journey easier for you to realize because emotional maturity is very, very important to address. Um, and another thing is, your, of course, your, your, your uh, emotional and your mental growth is good to kind of be aware of because I'm dealing with things that I never addressed when I was 8, 9 years, 10 years, 11 years, a young teenager that I had to deal with because of my disability, my eye condition. I just sort of bottle it up. And like, yeah, I'll just try being a child. I'll just try being an adolescent because there are enough issues in that front. But finally, now at the age of 37, the ripe young age of 37, all this shit is pouring out and it ain't a nice smell. And it's good from my learning to help you just be aware of these things because you have different ways to grow up. Um, we are all taught that the best way to grow up is responsibility, uh, be it on the financial front or be it on the social front. You run a home, you run a family, you take care of yourself, you take care of your elders. But... That's not just that one, you know, aspect of life that you need to take care of. Because growing up for me and for many people who may be listening might just be more of a spiritual uh, and more of an emotional growth, which has not been done. And that could be the way you look at life, the way you look at people, the way you treat people, the way you talk to yourself, most importantly. If you have a a very, very negative view of yourself, if you hate yourself and you're harsh on yourself and you're very critical of the person you are, that's not really helpful because that's not going to help you grow. And that by growth, I mean grow into the next phase of your life because, you know, there are certain phases from the age of 1 to 8, I don't remember very, very, very clearly, 8 to 37 is a very distinct pattern which I've observed. And now I want to make that change for myself and as a result for the people around me who I love because... 
there has been a way and there have been many ways I've lived my life. Either it's been through moping for a large part, blaming the world for a large part, blaming my, my family, my parents, my wife for the large last part. Last few years, of course, my wife's come in, but you, you, you end up doing the blame game, the guilt game, the critical game. Then you sort of go to the cycle where you get, uh, you want to do something, uh, then you realize it's futile because you're like, what's the point? And then you get frustrated with yourself. You're like, you idiot, you never try. Then you feel um, that, you know, you're angry about the fact that you're frustrated. So you take it out on someone who is close to you because no one else gives a shit. And then you have a substitute, either alcohol or drugs, which helps you cope with that. Then you feel that you have to take it out again on someone. Then you snap at someone or you're aggressive or you're yelling at someone. Next morning you wake up, you're guilty. Then you get over that guilt. You're like, I'll read a book about self-help. And the cycle continues and it gets more and more vicious as the days and the years go on. And finally, it's an irreparable situation. I love that fucking word. Irreparable. Beautiful word. Comparable. Indians say comparable, but comparable. Great word. Irreparable. The damage is irreparable. It sounds so much cooler than the damage is long lasting. So, yes, that is a pattern, and I've observed it, and I don't want to talk about anxiety and all those various things I've spoken about in the previous episodes, but just mainly on how to become an adult when you're already grown up. It's very important to just be aware of these basic things. And I'm going to talk about a couple of things in today's episode. And one is your outlook on life. If you are someone who's holding on to that guilt, that burden of shame or that burden of hate and aggression and frustration with something that you haven't acknowledged in your family or with your relationships, or most importantly with yourself, it's time to do that now. It is uh, very in a very cliched way, the skeletons in your closet, but in a very uncliched way, it is the skeleton in your body and those emotions which are adding on to your fat, your spiritual fat, your emotional fat, your mental fat. Get rid of that. You can hit the gym as much as you want, but if you don't start exercising that emotional and those spiritual muscles, you will become obese and weigh yourself down. So you have to just look at the way you're looking at life. If you're constantly angry with people, if you're... Uh, always looking at um, something to provoke you negatively. I mean, first of all, let me just stop right there and say you don't have to be the happiest cunt, okay? Because that is glorified. And if Jay Shetty or whoever tells you to be happy all the time, he's a fucking idiot. Don't listen to him. Just have to be understanding of what you're going through. Don't be critical on who you are. And don't also unnecessarily flatter yourself and constantly say you're the best because neither is good. They are basically elements that you add into your life. They are tools that you can use to work around if you need to be critical about the work you do because that makes you a better person and the work you put out there for is better. That's good to do. But if you're critical about things that are not in your control, there's absolutely no point of living a life like that because it's frustrating and then that leads to discontentment uh, and that leads to anger and that leads to various other dark places. Having said that, it's also good sometimes to tell yourself that you are doing something right. You don't have to constantly hate yourself. So use it when required and use that tool when it helps you in that particular point in your life. All right. So we moved on from there. Fuck you, Jay Shetty. All right. <laughs> sad to say that. But having said that, growing up for me now, finally, it's a way of almost deconstructing and breaking that old self. That 8 to 37 Sandeep Rao had so many things, right? Had uh, a bad way of developing relationships, unhealthy ways of looking for external validation, for self-confidence, dependence on booze, for liquid courage, dependence on oh, not too much drugs, fortunately, not weed or cocaine, just mainly the booze. And my relationships were based on a very false sense of who I am. 
I was a people pleaser. I was worried people will uh, abandon me. So I used to do anything to keep them as my friends. I used to put one friend against the other. So these are things I realized are not the person I want to be anymore. I, even if it's two friends or three friends, I want them to be friends for who I am and who they are. The idea of meaningfulness is there. And most importantly, if you are a tree, I mean, <laughs> this came out so wrong. Yeah, if you're a tree listening to my podcast, just use some soil. The soil is the soil. Now, if you're envisioning your life as a tree, the, the, the person that you are, the personality, and just just look at it, you're cutting off dead branches, man, because we don't need dead, dead branches to weigh us down. So don't overanalyze the fact that you need to keep that person as your friend because, you know, of years I've known him. No, if they don't mean anything to you, fucking get rid of that shit. Sounds very brutal and very negative, but it's honestly, you know, don't just like, it's not like unfriending someone on Facebook because these are people physically in your life. But there's some people who are really just like Facebook friends, like you've known this person for 20 years. And as a result of that, like, I I have to keep this relationship going because it's just 20 years. I don't waste that time. Trust me, you'll do a lot better for yourself if you uh, take this as a new day and just, you know, start the new relationships that you have in your life with a certain perspective which is healthier for you most importantly with this whole thing of you know understanding a little bit more care for yourself and doing the thing that you want to do as opposed to doing the thing that is expected socially from you for you to be a better more accomplished person in society become a better version of your spiritual self and when i say spiritual i mean the person who is being who you are again i come with that cliche not by the definition of what you've done for yourself if you're more content with just sitting there with a cup of coffee, if you give yourself some time just to relax in the evening, sit back and just take a deep breath and just do the things as simple as listen to music or just be nice to the watchman, be nice to your colleagues or not even nice, just be patient, be calm. It's really weird and I'm talking about this because it's something I'm going through right now that's a perspective, a mind shift towards the way I look at people because it is very frustrating seeing these cunts on two-wheelers come on the footpath and almost knock you over, people cutting the queues, people pushing, people not respecting your personal space. I know it's a very crowded time in this world but if you are constantly going to get overwhelmed by that then you're not be, you're not going to be able to be yourself you're not going to be able to live a content life you just distract yourself with more um apps with more ways of just trying to do and at the end of the day it's just going to come crashing down one day when you realize you're just a shell you're no longer even a human being you're just um a vessel for products and product placement and various kinds of technology and tech based entertainment so if you if if you can wake up in the morning and just say, you know, I'll just be today. And your work will really benefit from that. Whatever you want to do will really benefit from that. As opposed to working up, going, okay, today I'm going to do this, 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 this. None of it for me, but I'm going to do it because it's a prescribed way of uh, me fulfilling my life. So I think just trying to be an adult about that is very important. It's a great starting point. And I think um, I'm trying to do that right now. And another thing which we'll talk about is the angle of education. I'll try doing this on the next episode because I want to talk about growing up and then deciding whether you want to focus on a certain line of study, a certain field of expertise, or a certain love for a certain subject. Uh, I would have loved it if I'd got the basics, how to read, write. I can't still read. Um, I still can't read. I can't still read. still can't read because of my physical condition. But if I'd got the basics of how to read, write, do numbers... And then just let be, uh, you know, till after the 10th, just let myself be. Then, you know, maybe in my 30s now, maybe I'd like to explore the idea of history, the idea of science. And that's what I'm doing. I listen to a lot of podcasts 
about you know the idea of logical thinking the idea of imagination the idea of writing the idea of science and the beautiful world out there which is unexplored and i'm talking about the world outside our world so that would be a very interesting model and i'm really keen on starting something in the next few years for kids who have annoying conscious parents who are pushing them down this gauntlet because they did it and they feel that it's not fair that they had to do it so they push their kids down that path of competition and success and pressure and i want to create something for the for the kids and people growing up and people who are already grown up just to get you know a little school where you can come and learn what you want to when you want to there's no minimum age i mean i suppose there's a minimum age i can't have like a kid who's nursing and suck babies no minimum age but there's no maximum age i think minimum age might be 16 maximum age is just don't come there and die makes the insurance process really really hard so yeah that's the only requirement just don't die at my class <laughs> and that's i think that's my requirement for anything in comedy or my talk show and eventually my school please just don't die uh, when you come there this makes my uh, my 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 proceedings a little more um you know what's the word <laughs> i don't have a word for it because i haven't experienced it makes things a little more shitty for me so today's been fun talking to you and i hope you enjoyed listening and yeah in a nutshell get that shit out of your life man because when the pot is clean the smell is liberating This is the Baby Bed Podcast. I'm Sadiq Rawat. Till next week. See ya. The Baby Bed Podcast every Wednesday. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you liked what you heard, please do check out the other episodes on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And I would much appreciate it if you could like the video, share it with people who you think might enjoy it. and of course do subscribe to the channel because it will help me and the podcast grow and reach more people just like you so thanks again appreciate it